Suspense. And the producer of radio's outstanding theater of thrills, the master of mystery and adventure, William N. Robeson. Motorists are constantly being warned against giving lifts to hitchhikers. But all hitchhikers are not dangerous characters, and all motorists are not angels on wheels. Let the hitchhiker beware lest he accept a ride from a citizen like J. Stuart Belden. It might be his last. Listen, listen then, as Elliot Reed stars in Four of a Kind, which begins in just a minute. Here's actress Joan Bennett. It's terrible to try to act with a dreadful cold. To feel better quickly, I take four-way cold tablets, the fast way to relieve nasty cold distress. Yes, tests of four leading cold tablets proved four-way fastest acting of all. Amazing four-way starts in minutes to relieve aches, pains, headache, reduce fever, calm upset stomach, also overcomes irregularity. When you catch cold, try my way. Take four-way cold tablets, the fast way to relieve cold distress. Four-way, 29 and 59 cents. Here's a word about another fine product of Grove Laboratories. Does dandruff dull your hair, leave scalp itchy? Get Fitch Dandruff Remover Shampoo and get rid of unsightly dandruff in three minutes. Three minutes with Fitch regularly is guaranteed to keep embarrassing dandruff away forever. Apply Fitch before wetting hair. Rub in one minute. Every trace of dandruff goes down the drain. Three minutes with Fitch, unsightly dandruff's gone. Fitch can also leave your hair up to 35% brighter. Fitch Dandruff Remover Shampoo. And now, Four of a Kind, starring Elliot Reed. A tale well calculated to keep you in suspense. Want a ride, young fella? You bet. Well, hop in. Oh, thanks. That's how I met J. Stuart Belden and his 1959 fishtail special. That's how I took the ride I nearly didn't get back from. He looked to be about 45. He wasn't bad looking for a guy that old. He was well built, about my size, no gray in his hair. And that coat he was wearing. Boy, I'll bet plenty of camels went under the clippers for that one. What's your name, son? Uh, Rich Fowler. Married? Not me. <laughs> Don't tell me you're a woman, Haley. Oh, no, it's not that. It's just... Well, I have enough trouble feeding myself. <laughs> I said the same thing years ago. Hey, you change your mind, with it? 9B, 1863. Huh? A dud. Huh? Oh, did you ever play license plate poker? License plate poker? I never heard of it. Yeah, just like regular poker, except instead of drawing cards, you, you draw license plates. Now, I drew that hand, there was nothing in it. Next car we see will be your hand. Hey, here comes one now. What's the license plate? 4J3134. Two pair, threes and fours. You beat me. Hey, that's a good game. What are the stakes? Oh, make it easy on yourself. So we say $100,000 a hand? Oh, sure. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> See what I mean? A good joke. A lot of laughs and small talk. And all the time that big convertible eating the miles up. What a car. And when we got hungry, he stopped not at a drive-in, but at a real fancy restaurant where he picked up the check. Oh, 
Boy, what a meal. The trouble is, they give you too much food in there. <laughs> I gotta quit eating like that. My clothes are getting tight. Especially this coat. Hey, that coat sure is a beauty. Yeah, but I'm getting to be too much for it. Oh. Say, I've got an idea. Why don't you try it on? Oh, no, Mr. Belton. I didn't mean... Go it. ahead. You're just enough thinner than I am. Don't fit you fine. Well, gosh, oh, I... Go on, go on. Try it on. Well, I... Well, oh, that seemed to fit okay. Why, it looks like it was made for you. Feels like it, too. Son, you just got yourself a coat. There weren't many cars on the road now. Belden didn't seem interested in license plate poker anymore. So I just sat there, wrapped up in my new coat, and thinking what a lucky guy I was. We were whipping along a road full of treacherous curves when I turned to thank him again, and the words stuck in my throat. He changed. He was no longer the smiling host. Instead, he was fastened to the wheel like a hawk. That's what he looked like. A hawk. Ready to strike. Then suddenly, he threw open his door, twisted the wheel... Come on, ...and jumped clear. When the car hurtled into space, I was alone in it. In a moment, we continue with the second act of... Suspense. Some people go through life thinking they know it all. That's hardly the case with Edward R. Murrow or Lowell Thomas of CBS News. These experts know that history is a never-ending process of change. That's why they never stop traveling around the world. That's why they never lose an opportunity to become better acquainted with the people of the world and their leaders. Unflagging interest in current events enables Edward R. Murrow and Lowell Thomas to approach each new development in the news as an adventure. Share that adventure with them five nights a week on CBS Radio. You'll soon discover that Edward R. Murrow and Lowell Thomas are newsmen who stick to the facts of the story. They tell you what's happening in the world clearly, simply, and without wasting your time on hasty judgment or guesswork. Every Monday through Friday nights on CBS Radio, catch up with history as most of these same stations bring you Edward R. Murrow and Lowell Thomas. And now, starring Elliot Reed, Act Two of Four of a Kind. too hurting bad. The wind knocked out of me. But at least I hadn't gone to the bottom of the gully with the car. After a minute, I started to climb back toward the road. I was only a few feet from the top of the bank when I looked up, and there was Bill, a gun in his hand. I ducked behind a rock, and the bullets whirred off into the gully. He wanted me dead, that was for sure. But why? Why? I waited a minute longer, and then I heard the horn. I came out from behind the rocks and crawled up to the road in time to see Belden make his getaway in that car. I couldn't tell what kind of a car it was, but I did get the license. 4L5555. He'd beat my straight. Back hurt. My head throbbed. I ached all over. There wasn't any traffic on this back road, so I walked all the way to the next town. 
dark by the time I got there. Found the police station and something else. Well, there he is. Belden. That's him, officer. That's the boy who stole my car, forced me out, and took my coat. Just, just look in the side pocket of that coat. You'll find my wallet. What? Well, young man, when you get to safe for yourself. You, you don't understand. You see, he gave me the coat. I, I, I didn't know about the wallet. Mm-hmm. That's the best you can do. But I tell you, he picked me up when I was hitchhiking. He, he tried to kill me. He headed his car off the road and jumped out. And when that didn't work, he shot at me. Sergeant, let the boy go. Uh, Mr. Belden. I've changed my mind. I don't intend to press charges. No, no. Lock me up. Please don't believe him. He wants to well, kill me. It's up to you, Mr. Belden, if you don't think he'll cause you any more trouble. I'm positive that after tonight, this young man will be no trouble for anyone. No trouble for anyone. After tonight. I had to get away from there. I had to run. Hey, hey, come back here. In a moment, we continue with the third act of... Suspense. If you have a cold, bronchitis, or the chicken pox, you naturally get to work at once to do something about curing the disease. If the symptoms of some physical illness appear, you try to prevent the illness from getting worse. But far too many of us look upon one of the most serious and most prevalent of illnesses, mental or emotional disturbances, as some sort of a stigma. We're afraid to admit when mental illness occurs in our family and often wait until too late to do something about it. But the rigors of modern living can bring on tensions in any of us, and these tensions can develop into very serious mental disorders if something isn't done to alleviate them. A great deal of wonderful work is being accomplished in the prevention, treatment, and cure of mental illness. If we treat it as just another form of disease, call in the right people to deal with it, support our local mental organizations, and accept those who have been cured of mental disorders, as we would anyone cured of a physical illness, we'll all be helping to combat and reduce a serious threat to the security and well-being of our nation. And now, starring Elliot Reed, Act Three of Four of a Kind. How long I ran, and I didn't know where I was, except that the town was behind me. And then I saw a bright, glaring neon sign: Max and Al's Wayside Rest, Trucks Welcome. Just a dinky service station and a lunch wagon, but it was sanctuary to me. Howdy. Hey, what's the matter, Bud? Nothing. You sure look messed up. You've been in an accident. Look. Uh, Mister, I, I've got to get a ride south. Do you mind if I hang around and wait until a truck comes through? No, no, I don't mind. Won't do any good, though. Ain't allowed to pick up riders. Company rules. Might be lucky and catch a wildcatter, but I doubt it. Thanks. Say, so you sure you're all right? Maybe you better go in and get yourself a cup of coffee. Sure looks like you could use one. Yeah, that's a good idea. If a ride turns up, I'll call you. Thanks, Mac. Oh, I'm not Mac. I'm Al. Mac works days. <laughs> halfway decent when I came out of the lunch wagon. I had cleaned myself up and reduced my capital to 15 cents. Al had a customer. Yes, well, that'll be 40. Oh, hey, bud, come here. Huh? I got your ride south. You have? Uh, who with? Little lady here. She's been driving all day, got an awful headache. She's going straight through. Uh, here's the fellow I was telling you about, ma'am, the one that's going south. Oh, well, I'm afraid you misunderstood. I just said I wished I had somebody to drive me. Oh, 
Well, I don't blame you for not wanting to take a rider, man, but I'd appreciate it if you change your mind. I'm in an awful big hurry. Well, I, I am tired. Oh, go ahead, miss. He's a nice fella. Hmm, if you'll vouch for him. Oh, now, wait a minute, lady. I don't vouch for nobody. <laughs> oh, I guess it'll be all right. It was a pleasure to drive for her. She didn't say much, and I didn't feel like talking. She just sat beside me, her eyes closed, resting. Once in a while, I snatched a quick look at her. Long, dark eyelashes resting on her marble-like cheeks. Maybe this terrifying day would end up all right. Feel better? Oh, much better. I'm ashamed of myself, hesitating to let you drive my car. Afraid I'm overcautious. Oh, I wouldn't say that. Can't be too careful. One reads of such awful things happening on the road. Awful things. I hadn't thought of Belden since we left Al's gas station. Now he was back in the front of my mind, and unconsciously I tramped on the gas pedal. You're going awfully fast. These curves are treacherous. Oh, I'm sorry. Look out! Do you want to kill us both? You almost sideswiped him. I'm sorry. I, I, I. What are you honking now for? He's gone. Your horn. What about it? Oh, nothing. I. I thought I'd heard it before. Before. Look, maybe I'd better drive. No, no, I... I, I mean, I, I, I'll be all right. I'm sorry. Pull over and stop. Huh? Pull over. I'm going to drive. She drove about a mile, I guess. Neither one of us said anything. And then, without any warning, she took an abrupt turn off the highway and down a rutted dirt road. Hey, what's the idea? We better stop a while. You don't look so well. Oh, I'm all right now. Don't look it. Better have a drink. Reach in the glove compartment and find some scotch. No, really, I, I'm all right. Maybe I need a drink. Maybe it was the drink. Maybe it was the girl. Maybe it was just relief. But I felt calm for the first time that night. I watched her as the glow from her cigarette lit her high cheekbones. I couldn't see her eyes until she turned her head. What's your name? Ridge. Mine's Virginia. Hi. Hi. You must think I'm pretty much of a jerk the way I've been acting. It's all right. Things like that happen to everybody. Yeah, I guess so. Well, look, I, I'm all right now. I, I could drive. Uh, what's your hurry? Well, I, I thought... <laughs> What's the matter? Don't you like to sit here with me? Well, no, it's just... Oh, I thought you were in a hurry. I'm not now. Are you? No. No, I'm in no hurry at all. She didn't seem to be moving. It was so gradual. I caught a trace of warm perfume in her hair. She smiled at me, one of those... one of those elusive smiles. Half innocent, half... Her head touched my shoulder. I accepted the invitation. Oh, I'd like 
like you, Rich. I like you a lot. Yeah. You know, tonight back in the filling station when I first saw you, I... Oh, no. What's the matter, Ridge? That miniature license tag on your key ring. Yeah. 4L5555. Four of a kind. Four of a... Four of a... You play license plate poker? Mm-hmm. It's fun. Four fives. The license of the car that picked Belden up after he tried to kill me. That's right, Ridge. Then you're in it with him. That's right, Sonny. Oh. In a moment, we continue with the fourth act of... Suspense. When acid indigestion slows you down, get relief quickly, safely, effectively. Settle the upset fast with the modern antacid that goes everywhere with you. Little you know about the little white tablet in the little green pocket roll. Just waiting for the moment when you need them to bring your acid indigestion under control. Tums are the little white tablets in the little green pocket roll. Tums for the tummy. Rebound with modern Tums. Get Tums, ten cents. Three-roll pack, a quarter. Or the new Tums six-roll pack with free metal carrier, 49 cents. And now, starring Elliot Reed, act four of Four of a Kind. to be here waiting. What if I hadn't been able to keep him? Oh, I knew I could depend on you, darling, to detain him. What's that supposed to mean? Did you have to go as far as you did? Did you have to let him kiss you? Do you know a better way to keep a man on ice? The perfect wife, a little help me. Oh, shut up. Put him in the back seat and let's get out of here. No one's discovered the car yet. Of course not. The way it's lying, nobody will see it until daylight. And then Jay Stewart Belden will be found dead, burned to an unrecognizable crisp. And we can shake this place. Go to South America. You can go. I have to stick around, remember? Collect the insurance. Pretend I'm heartbroken, you're dead. Is that going to be so hard? Don't be silly. Come on, hurry. I've got to work fast. Give me a hand with it. No, wait. Here comes the car. Have your wallet. I'll put it in his pocket as soon as I can get him out of the car. Won't we? Yes. I tried to move my arms just a little. And then my legs. They hurt like they've been asleep for a long time. I'd only have one chance. One chance. 
my muscles coordinated. I'd wait until he dragged me out of the car, and then I'd do the best I could. Virginia, get the gasoline can out. I felt him grab me under the arms. I opened my eyes just in time to see a murderous wrench in the girl's hand. As she brought it down, I closed my eyes. Something hit me hard. But it wasn't the wrench. It was Belden. The wrench had folded him up, and he collapsed on top of me. She didn't know I was watching her. She was too busy dragging Belden over to the rim of the cliff. Well, Stuart, this is how you planned it. Accidental death. And then she pushed him. And he disappeared over the edge. I didn't wait to see any more. I crawled out of that car and I started to run right down the middle of the road. Then she saw me. Wait, stop, wait! But I kept on going. I heard the car starting. She was coming right at me. First, I thought she was just trying to catch up to me. Then I realized she was trying to run me down. She was trying to kill me. It was just a question of seconds. And suddenly, around the bend, a big truck. I was sandwiched between them. I stood stunned with horror. Her scream ringing through my head. And the picture of her in the car, swerving off into space, into the canyon below. Hey, hey, bud. You all right? Yeah. Oh, what happened? She went off the road. Crazy woman driver. Hey, what you staring at? Your license plate. CM1111. Oh, now, look, look, it wasn't my fault. You saw how it happened. Four aces. I'd won. I had taken the last hand. But I've sworn off poker. License plate poker, that is. The stakes can be too high. in William N. Robeson's production of Four of a Kind, written by John Bagney and Gwen Bagney-Gielgud. In just a moment, the names of the supporting players and a word about next week's story of suspense. Do you eat crackers and bed? Do you flick ashes from your cigarette right onto the carpet? Do you stamp out your cigar butts on your neighbor's front lawn? If you do, we've got news for you. Wherever you are, wherever you're going, your persona non grata, which in any language means just plain not welcome. The best thing to do is to find an ivory tower or start reversing your mode of living because it's people like you who do exactly the same thing outdoors as well as indoors. When you take a walk through the park, chances are you leave behind a trail of candy wrappers and old papers. Just remember, nobody wants to follow a fellow like you. So stop making tracks and start using the receptacles. Just one more thing. We sincerely hope that nobody, but nobody who's listening to us now is the fellow we're talking about. But if he happens to be someone you know, CBS Radio urges you to tell him what we said. Because the whole idea is to keep America beautiful. Supporting Elliot Reed in Four of a Kind were Joan Tompkins, Alan Reed, Jack Crucian, and Barney Phillips. Listen. Listen again next week when we return with another tale well calculated to keep you in suspense. News analysis follows next. 
Save big money when you start your next project today at Menards. Convert your current recessed lighting with energy-saving LED downlights from Fight Electric. They're bright and install easily in just minutes. They also go from regular lighting to nightlight mode with just a simple flip of a switch. Save big on all Fight Lighting products now at Menards. Shop our lighting options today in-store and on Menards.com. Save big. 